Determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history the First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response It's good for your corporation. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, over the theme of Dallas, <laughs> we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Newly enlightened baristas. <laughs> and freaking Roseanne Barr. More racially sensitive baristas, our general manager. And racially insensitive comedians. So I understand that uh, Roseanne Barr was t- retweeting people overnight. And so Sean's picking out some of the uh, the highlights of that. She said she was getting off Twitter, that her fans should not be mad at ABC, that she did wrong, and then she was retweeting people that were saying the opposite. So all night, she got a head full of Ambien. She claims she called Tiger Woods as a character witness. That's good. That's good, Michael. That's good. It's none of your um, business. You know, she might have been on Ambien when she did the original tweet that got her in trouble, but that's not going to help you any. I mean, it kind of explains some of how you'd go there. I don't know. But. Sure, sure. But you touch that third rail of racism, Jack, and, well, you get electrocuted. Um, There's no coming back from being electrocuted. I'm really enjoying the national conversation that we're having over this. It's, oh, it's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's super, usual. super helpful. Hey, you know, this. I wanted to throw this out early. Because I just, in terms of actually helping with race relations... Hey, black people. <laughs> this will end well. Yeah, not off to a good start. I hear you. <laughs> I knew. I, I, that's why there was a pause. I thought, this is a bad start. But this is... This is <laughs> Two minutes into the show. Yeah, yeah. really. That's all right. Demand, because it's, it's gonna not... going to be a nice day today. I could use the rest of it it's off. It's not your choice. Demand that the media chooses someone other than Al Sharpton to be your spokesman. Oh, yeah. If you want to help with yeah. race relations, don't allow the media... To use Al Sharpton as the voice of conscience, racial conscience in America. Because it's just ridiculous. He's a charlatan, and I'm just telling you, white people look at him as a charlatan. So the conversation ends as soon as his face shows up on TV. So if oh, you want, a lot of black people look at him as a charlatan, well, too, said, but he needs to be uh, that's why, you know, that's why outed. I said you need yeah. to make the media stop treating It's white media. It's old white media that treats Al Sharpton like the god of racial healing. It's the newsrooms of Manhattan, period. And, and it's it's not. He's the wrong person. Yeah. 
I'm sure there are thousands and thousands of there would be great people that would be the spokesman for these kind of things whenever they happen. But every show I saw yesterday, CNN, MSNBC, the major networks, Al Sharpton was the go-to voice. Hilarious. I know. It's I, hilarious. That's the state of the civil rights movement? And as soon it's as, awful. And I'm telling you, as soon as his face shows up, over. Conversation's over. You're not going to get anywhere. It's just it's disappointing to me. Anyway. Or whether we have more to go to build a movement of resistance. But resist, we must. Yes. We must and we will much about that be committed. It'd be like Amen. it'd be like if me as a rural sort of person, every time a rural issue came up, they got Cletus from the Simpsons to be our spokesman. <laughs> <laughs> to represent all of our opinions. Right. Exactly. He's country. Bring him out. Or Hank Jr. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, let's introduce everybody to squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. Uh, good. What I'm so amazed about the Roseanne thing is just the speed in which... Uh, ABC fired her. I mean, it was like literally I heard this, you know, she was in trouble, and then like 30 minutes later, the show was gone. It is shocking. As someone is in the media, and as a couple of people have been in a few dust ups ourselves, to have it in three hours from the tweets yeah. till you're fired yeah. is really amazing. And there were many tens of millions of dollars of business being done on that show, oh, too. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they'll try and do some sort of PR, you know, campaign just to see if they could, things will blow over. But or not. you got to at least discuss it with several people, including the participant involved, and that's, but they didn't do any of that. Just like, nope. Which it was, it's pretty over the line, so. Well, the ABC CEO went to the parent company CEO and said, hey, it's, uh, this is no good. And he said, it's awful. Why don't you fire? Okay, I'll fire. And that was it. Does it have anything to do with ABC has the NBA Finals? And they just uh, couldn't have that out there. That would have been a, a a really uncomfortable juxtaposition. You know how during the NBA Finals they bring the stars of the various yeah. shows out there? And there we see the star of Roseanne in the second <laughs> row right behind LeBron James. They'd bring her couch courtside, have her sitting on the couch <laughs> right, with, with right. John Goodman. You Several of the players openly hostile to her presence. Yeah, yeah. that would be uncomfortable. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing well. Uh, I got two. I'm at a fork in the road. Do we do we want serious or we want non-serious for my, for my opening thought? It don't matter. Don't matter? Brief. Mm. Brief? I'm too late for that. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll, we'll go non-serious. We'll go. The, the, the National Script Spelling Bee begins this week. It has a record oh, really? 516 spellers, hmm? aged uh, between 8 and 15. Uh, but, bit of a TV-watching dilemma, it, much like the NBA Finals, debuts on Thursday. What are you going to watch? I don't know. We'll take yeah. your calls. The word is shark. Could you use that in a sentence, please? <laughs> As in the spelling bee championship jumped the shark. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it did, man. It was so huge a few years ago, and now it shows up, and I miss it. The kids range from 5 to 14, and they range from Indian to Indian American. <laughs> I hope they can spell sunlight and fun and play. <laughs> right. And <laughs> despair. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day and every now and then push-ups. How are you this morning, Marshall? I'm doing very well. We have uh, today's birthday celebrity being introduced by none other than Mr. John Travolta. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only 
Adele Dazim. <laughs> Adele Dazim's birthday is it today. Is I indeed, love Adele Dazim. Indeed, a.k.a. Uh, Diane Menzel or Idina Menzel. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you just hmm. travolted. I'm, I'm just travolting around. He, you know, Travolta managed the uh, mangled intro was at the uh, 2014 Oscars when he was bringing her on to sing the nominated song that year. Let it go, let it go. Uh, who could ever forget that? Wish I could. Menzel's net worth $10 million. How old is she? 12? She is 47 years oh, old. I was wrong. John Travolta's net worth $175 million. There you go. So. He can call her anything he wants because he's richer. <laughs> yes. That's force, all that matters. You can force a lot of guys to give you a massage for that kind of money. Absolutely, you, you can. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It turns out it is Wednesday, May 30th, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin getting uncomfortably close to your tender regions, precisely according <laughs> to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Hello, Starbucks employees. I'm here today because you f***ed up. There you go. <laughs> a little of the sensitivity training going on yesterday. We actually hope to have a reporter on later who is in the sensitivity training. And, by the way, if you were, if you're a barista or married to one or have kids that are one or whatever, and notice something about it, text us 415-295-KFTC. But was that reporter in the Starbucks training a spy or an informant? Mm. Let's let's yell at each other for like 15 straight minutes on that question (laughs) and call it cable news. (laughs) Oi! Yeah, I want to talk about the Starbucks thing, as the media's taking it completely seriously, and I don't know about your experiences with corporate sensitivity training, but they've always seemed pretty ridiculous to me. Everybody settle down, settle down. Now, if there are any black folks in your stores who don't deserve to get kicked out, don't kick them out. Now get back to pouring your milkshakes for for heavy set ladies. <laughs> What are other headlines, Marshall? Roseanne Barr, Twitter rampaging and rambling continues onward. U.S. Intel's raising some new concerns about North Korea, and doctors have found a new way to reverse aging. Oh, jeez, that's your headline. DNA smoothing. You have other headlines other than they can reverse aging. Yes. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. Now, that's going to happen someday, and then you talk about a brave new world. Holy crap. Anyway, more on that later. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. A little this, a little that, a little praise, a little kicking. I want to hear what Roseanne retweeted during the night. Oh, boy. In, during an, another ambient binge. Yes. Keep in mind, she's a crackpot and always has been. <laughs> she is. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was uh, watching a segment on what Roseanne's tweet says about the soul of America. I love those kind of con- <laughs> I love those kind of conversations. <laughs> I, I'm, I was not aware of having some sort of shared ownership soul. I'm not sure Roseanne's tweet has affected my soul in the least, but that's me, all ornery and independent-like. You're not part of a collective soul that can be described in a Roseanne tweet? 
Please. Collective Soul is not a bad band, but uh, no, Roseanne's not in charge of it. Mailbag! That's th- I was just thinking of a band name we came up with last night, Snakes in My Wheels. Snakes in My Wheels? Because we were doing some work with the tractor and there were snakes in the wheels. Wow. That's a little freaky, isn't it? Were they the nice kind of snakes or the bitey kind? I don't know. I'll bite you, I suppose, if you All right. make them mad enough. Yeah. Kids sure enjoyed it, though. Very exciting yeah. for the kids. How about your perspective-loving quote of the day from none other than Franklin Pierce Adams, who is, of course, the Secretary of the uh, the Treasury under uh, John Quincy uh, Jones. Franklin Pierce Adams. Was he the son and the, the grandson and the son-in-law of the great man? Or? I don't know. It sounds like he probably was. He probably was. was yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably married. Is he uh, older or younger than Henry? Adams. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll look at the member of the Adams family. Have you ever tried to read The Education of Henry Adams, which was considered the greatest nonfiction book of the 20th century by many? <sighs> don't recall diving into that one. I've tried several times, and it's, uh, it's thorny. Mm. Sorry to hear that. What's the long and short of it? Uh, he just talks about growing up in America because he grew up in that family with his dad being John Quincy. The Nicole. Adams family. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and his grandfather Strong being. Strong federalism. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's all I got. And then was alive through all the uh, <clears throat> you know, Civil War and changing of America and everything like that. It's, it's, hmm. just, it's kind of a history of our country. Is it just got that super flowery language going that mm-hmm. folks wrote with? I'm just not smart enough. Yeah. yeah, that's good to know. But anyway, he says, nothing is more responsible for the good old days than a bad memory. Yeah, hmm, there's a lot to that. Well, as the great philosopher and songstress Barbara Streisand put it, the, those too painful to remember, we simply choose to forget. Speaking of memories. Is that the way it works? Some of it. It's the way I work. Good times. Nothing but good times for me. <laughs> and a little more perspective. Uh, your discussion of the statistics surrounding the number of Americans that will not take vacations this year and the reasons reminded me of my previous employer. He would periodically remind us that, and I quote, the graveyard is full of people who couldn't be replaced. A little too much perspective. Hmm. Yeah, half of people don't take vacations, and then we looked at, uh, or say they can't afford to take a vacation. And then the other half of people that aren't going to take a vacation, uh, they had all kinds of different reasons. The workplace couldn't live without them. Sure. They never take their vacations for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Only a third of people use all their paid vacation time. And she claims to be a fagnatus of his book. Friend of Armstrong and Getty, not from the start, but pretty effing close. <laughs> that's Melissa. Thanks, I guess Melissa. that's the stat you start with. Only a third of people take the, all their paid vacation time. Is that something to admire about America or a problem that we have? I don't actually know the answer. I don't know. Maybe Roseanne knows what with her effect on the soul of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, let's jump to this one. Uh, oh, oh, OMG, 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 more, more, more. John writes, I just listened to your long-form podcast with uh, Tim Sandifer. Our first long-form podcast, which can be found at what? Armstrongandgetty.com? Or, or where? Hanson? Yeah, and if you're a subscriber to the regular podcast, you've already got it. Okay, all right. Why the hell haven't you set up your subscription site? Because I'm subscribing the moment you do. At the very least, set up a Patreon site. Stuff's worth $10 a month to me easily. Love it, love it, love it. Love you guys, too. We're love not, you. We're not in this for the money. I am. You can send stuff to my <laughs> GoFundMe, the wow. Sean Fund. That's not an actual thing. And I yet. was being sarcastic. The only reason we do any of this is for the money. 
Uh, and then he points out the uh, he somehow came across what he calls the best Wi-Fi name in history. Orwell's Dancing Bones is the name. <laughs> That's good. And this, oh my goodness gracious, I love the long-form podcast. If it's an A&G property not shared as part of your get sponsors, the thing will sell. Yeah, we know it'll sell. We've been trying to tell various uh, business people that uh, somebody ought to do something with it. So, we so had, now we're just going to do something with it. Yeah, so we talked to Tim for what, like close to an hour? <clears throat> no commercials or anything like that. Did you, did you guys swear? Uh, we didn't. We talked about whether we wanted to swear. We didn't swear, did we? Mm. No, you didn't. Mm. Nothing nothing too sweary. Nothing more than the on-air show. And there's still time. Still time. Um, I mean, like in front of your grandmother in church, yes, we swore, but not like swear swears. Would that add to it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm but willing it, to. I'm, I swear like a sailor in real life, but I, well, it just that, didn't come up. Would that, you know, so do a lot of people. I'm not going to do it self-consciously. You don't at backyard barbecues, though. There's a reason Oh, yes, that. I do. Well, depends on the barbecue. Yes. <laughs> I go to obscene barbecues. <laughs> you guys go are with sailors. Oh, oh, oh was, yeah. Mostly. I, I was going to ask you if you've heard about the, Longshoreman. Hot, heard about the hottest new things, because you may have, because it happens at fancy parties, and you go to yes. a lot of fancy oh, parties. All the time. <laughs> um, well, we call them soirees there, uh, Clem, but go on. Because we got a friend who's now renting out her, her miniature donkeys, because she has a lot of them. She said, oh, beer burrows are a thing. Oh, you yes. You haven't been to parties where beer burrows come out? Have yeah. you? <laughs> well, I guess it's a thing, or tequila, uh, tequila donkeys—they call them. Yes, and so yes. and it's a big at weddings and like you know certain kind of parties where all of a sudden, hey, we've got a special guest, and you start jamming, dun 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 dun, dun and out walks this yes. little donkey we, with we, saddlebags we, on it, and you get tequila shots <laughs> out of it. <laughs> we we call them Merlot mules. <laughs> At my soirees, but that's hilarious. I know it. Beer and donkeys. She, and she's renting them out. It's like $1,000 an hour. And people, yes. there's, a, there's a waiting list for people. Oh, Holy I've got crap. got for that for my wedding or my party or whatever. Honey, are you listening? Beer burrows. Let's get a spread of land and, and raise many donkeys. If I'm, standing in somebody's, if I'm standing in someone's backyard and I'm half lit already, and somebody says, look behind you, and I turn around, and there's a miniature donkey with saddlebags with beers popping out of it. I laugh so hard I can't breathe. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I can't tell you how much I love it. The thing's already making a 1000 an hour. Do I need to tip a, a drink-serving donkey? No, that's that the beauty of it. It's okay. all-inclusive. And uh, Alex from Canada, who uh, says he really loved the podcast, said, I'm turning 20 this summer, and I can't help but notice your radio show is the same age. My father and I have been listening for almost a decade. Wish we'd discovered you earlier. It's an excellent way to bond with my father when we relax and listen to the show, discuss the important issues amongst ourselves without any bias. Uh, that's nice. Uh, a nice international email there from Alex in Canada. We already have a continental show. Again, am I supposed to be excited about that or sad? What, the uh, age of the thing? People listening yeah. for 20 years. You know right? what? Staying employed is a hell of a oh, trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and oh. At least until Marshall's News, there's nothing you can do about aging. Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, Marshall has news on reversing the aging process. I feel like maybe which, we should have bumped up news to get yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think we'd make you wait half an hour for that, but we did. Uh, let's see. Carol writes, Chelsea, uh, I, I brought up Chelsea Clinton in her recent strong statements yesterday. Chelsea Clinton will only be heard if people on the air like you keep mentioning her, so please don't. Thanks. Oh, Carol, please, please. The, 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 the newsrooms of Manhattan mentioned previously are so in love with Chelsea, they can't wait till she becomes a force. And all that is required of good men for Chelsea Clinton to prosper is their silence. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and I will not be that silent man. We've got a special guest. If you'll turn around behind you, look back in the corner of the yard. <laughs> it's the tequila donkey. I am falling to the ground, tears streaming down my face laughing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's the greatest thing ever. And I've seen all the wedding pics online. People have at their wedding. Huge hit.
hilarious. I know, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, so Marshall's got his news, which includes they can reverse the aging process. God, I, if this is true, it's going to turn the world upside down. Sign me up. What if we all end up infants? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Gin goats. Several of you suggested that. My wife and I get into that business, running out little miniature goats. Take around little bottles of gin at parties. Hey, if you want to do one of those soft opens where, you know, it's just friends and family trying to <laughs> feel free to bring them over to my place. Okay, so a number of news stories to get to today. Let's jump to it with Marsha Phillips. Well, Roseanne Barr is blaming Ambien for the racist tweet that got her hit show canceled by ABC on Tuesday. It was a tweet about former Obama White House advisor Valerie Jarrett that got her canned. Barr took to Twitter after the cancellation to apologize, telling people not to defend her. She blamed the sleep aid and the late hour for the lack of judgment in posting the right, tweet. Right, right, and she quit Twitter as, as a show of contrition for uh, good, forever. No, no, she was busy with Twitter, so going on to say it was a mistake she wished she hadn't made, but also now saying she's tired of being attacked and belittled. Then in another tweet, Roseanne lashed out at her TV kids, calling Sarah Gilbert's criticism unreal and accusing Daniel Fishman of throwing her under the bus. That just hours after apologizing to the cast and crew of her hit revival, Roseanne. Now, Positive Sean has been checking out other Roseanne tweets. What do we got? Uh, well, she uh, about 10 hours ago, she said, hey, guys, don't defend me. It's sweet of you to try. Um, then she just went on uh, essentially a, a retweet crusade, uh, retweeting people, the, uh, partially defending her, partially attacking ABC and some of the de- right. decisions. Nah. Uh, a lot of it is... Uh, things like this, like Roseanne's story dominated the news, but this is actually huge, huge, and then has a, a a link to the story about Donald Trump getting blamed for photos from Obama's constant or detention camps, not concentration camps. Those are right. completely different. Um, uh, but yeah, so just a lot of your your kind of mm. typical stuff. This other retweet, like it, there isn't real a, a common thread to any of them. I I don't understand how people can assume my race just by looking at me. How do they know I'm not black? I'm darker than Sean King and Valerie Jarrett. Those are two, or Valerie Jarrett, the person in question, Sean King, yeah. kind of a notable social justice warrior. And, uh, yeah, she's, she's just retweeting so random support. Is she's darker than Rachel Dolezal. Is, uh, who's uh, going to jail on welfare fraud. Yeah, the um, fake black lady from Seattle. Yeah. Um, uh, so is the long and short of it that Roseanne is a nut job? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's been a crackpot forever. I was reminded of a number of her uh, signing on to bizarre conspiracy theories. She ran for president with Cindy right. Sheehan. On the peace and love party, or something like that, and she's called for socialism, and it's just yeah, to to, uh, to portray her right. as some sort of conservative icon is just well, it's incorrect. It's Looney Tunes. She retweeted a news interview with Herman Cain nine nine nine, who said, "I believe that ABC was looking for a reason to cancel Roseanne, even the show, even though the show was a rating success." Uh, the people at ABC didn't like her conservative views, despite its popularity. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's probably true. They yeah. sold sixty-eight million dollars yeah. worth of advertising, yeah. or something like that, on right. the way to an expected hundred million dollars. Trust me, I work with these people. They're not about ideology. They're about money, which is fine. Right. That's they're why they're business. there. Yeah. Meanwhile, it has been announced this morning, reruns of Roseanne are going to be disappearing from cable, Viacom, cable networks, Paramount, TV Land, and CMT all pulling Roseanne reruns from their mm. schedule. That's, See, that's all unfortunate. I, Love the art, not the artist. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. That's weird to me. I remember when 
I think Seinfeld was on Colbert. And one of them said they still could enjoy old Bill Cosby records, and the other one said they can't anymore. All right. And I don't know. How do you look at that? I mean, because you... Well, to use the Cosby example, you listen to one of his records from the 70s, it's freaking... Uh, it's, it's the height of the craft. It's brilliant. It's, yeah. Do you... Do you not enjoy it once you find out he's a bad person? Can Roseanne's show not be on the air if she's willing to make racist tweets from way back in the day, a show that was on 30 years ago? That was a huge, the number one show in the country? Yeah, yeah. I guess the answer probably is, number one, if if it's hot, not in the good way, but too hot to handle, you put it away because the second part of the thought is there's a lot of entertainment. Oh, yeah. They'll trot something else out there. Yeah. And although I actually think Roseanne, the original show, and the new iteration are pretty valuable contributions to the cultural scene. Well, see, see, there you go. Because there was an article in the New York Times book review, which I read every Sunday because I really like it, about um, somebody who teaches literature at some fancy pants college. And is she comfortable teaching these various authors that she now knows they were misogynists or didn't treat women right or whatever? So are you going to take those books... Everybody, you know, these are some of these authors' names are beloved authors. Hemingway, for you know, whoever you can choose some of the best authors of all time. They they didn't treat women well or had beta racial attitudes by today's standards or whatever. Do those go away? Same way as Roseanne? Why wouldn't they? Well, because you got to look at the art as art and not vet it based on your moral perception of the artist. I just don't, you know, I don't. I think it turns out Eddie Van Halen is a nut, but I still like Eruption. You know. On another matter, the U.S. intelligence community is reportedly uh, casting doubts on North Korea's uh, desire to get rid of its nuclear weapons. You think? NBC News reporting that a CIA analyst says that a more realistic outcome in this summit would be for the North to say, well, we'll scale down our nuclear program, maybe undo some of our recent gains. As you know, officials from the U.S. and North Korea are trying to revive that summit between Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. But again, the U.S. Intel Committee uh, community is saying, watch out. This may not happen the way you think. Boy, there, yeah, the grand goals announced by some people, it's almost impossible to imagine how you're going to get there. Right. Um, I, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, one guy says, I got a house I don't want to sell. And the other guy says, yeah, I got money I don't want to spend. <laughs> and you're going to put them together. What's, what's going to happen? Not much. Battling with Father Time, a new discovery about the effects of aging in our cells could allow doctors... I'm aging like a dog. Quick, get to this. Could allow doctors to cure or prevent diabetes, fatty liver disease, and other metabolic diseases, and possibly reverse the signs of aging. The new finding coming out of the University of Virginia School of Medicine suggests that fatty liver disease and other unwanted effects of aging may be the result... Of our cells' nuclei, the part that contains—I knew it—the part that contains our DNA. It gets wrinkled over time, right? So doctors have discovered that actually smoothing the wrinkles in our DNA with the use of viruses could actually restore the cells and have them function like they did when we were young. Wow! So science is going to unleash a virus that goes straight into the nuclei of our cells. And it's just us. a matter of time, though, when they can uh, <laughs> edit genes, or so our cells just stop aging. You just replace right. with the same cells the same age. Yes, right. that will be achieved. 
roughly 30 seconds after I die. <laughs> yeah. My greatest fear, I will be the last person to know mortality. As the Twitter <laughs> alert comes across right. your phone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder what we would do then. Life would change completely. Completely. Everything would change. A- abs- yeah, absolutely yeah. everything. The structure of family, obviously. Um, financial situations. Uh, just The nature everything. of crime. Well, how do you? Do? It'd be all about mental health for one thing at that point. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I cannot listen to that story. I've been listening to that story for seven hundred years. You got to tell. Stop telling me that story. So I was in this bar. <laughs> yeah, this guy comes up to me and he says, "I know. I'm going to kill you." <laughs> all right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> you would think. That if an organized gang of child molesters was making their way through suburban California, it would get a lot of coverage. Perhaps what with Roseanne and Donald F. Trump <laughs> dominating every channel's coverage of everything all the time. I guess it takes a, a, a too big a story to break through. But yeah, organized child molesting gang. Okay. Uh, that sounds awful. It's shocking. I got two words for you. Cockroach milk. Stay tuned for it. Milk them. Coming up. uh, I got cockroaches have nipples, Greg. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, something troubling but interesting coming up? Yeah, absolutely. An organized gang of child molesters working a water park in suburban California. Reminiscent of similar cases I've read about uh, in Great Britain in particular. Okay. Seven men on a child molesting trip. Unbelievable story. It is. Yeah, not getting nearly enough coverage, but uh, we'll have that for That's you. That's because Stormy Daniels exists. Oh, for God's sake. Our, sp- our media is just terrible. And speaking of Roseanne Barr, so I hadn't. I was unaware of the tweet from years ago when she said, Susan Rice is a man with big swinging ape balls. You know, I'd heard that she'd quote-unquote compared her to an ape. (laughs) I hadn't realized it was in that way. That's a pretty out-there tweet, too. How did she survive that? She wasn't anything at the time, I guess, is how she survived. Well, yeah, nobody cared. Big swinging ape balls. Wow. Wow. Which is my party band. We play mostly it hits from the 70s and 80s. Because um, that's, that's a little removed from the whole racist thing. Like, uh, you know, we got this note. We could do a little bonus mailbag. We got this note from Ryan in Houston. It's a removed from the racist thing by saying a black woman has swinging testicles? Well, yeah, because it's such a distraction. The whole, she has big swinging testicles. I mean, that's... Ape testicles. Well, right. Yeah, I get that. But, um... 
You know, uh, Ryan from Houston writes, the left plays by its own rules, yada, yada, yada. doesn't mean I'll stand up for Roseanne after her misguided misguided racist crap, etc. It isn't hard. Don't compare blacks to primates. Don't slant your eyes when talking about an Asian person. Don't dress up like a Nazi or in blackface. See, that one I, I, I still defend. Which one? You show up to a party in a in a Nazi outfit. People are offended. Have a conversation with them. If they're really offended, they can leave the party. It's just I don't I don't see that as a you can't go there. But that's just me. Wow, Jack, soft on Nazi uniforms. Oh boy, Jack, you are right. The Republicans need better celebrities. That's Ryan from Houston. You don't need celebrities. No, you do, Sean. Have you looked at the modern world? Have you seen Idiocracy? You need celebrities. You shouldn't need celebrities. (laughs) There you go. Now that's correct. I tell you what, I I generally, uh, thank you, Sean, for speaking the unspeakable. I generally keep this to myself, but because I think part of it has to do with just, you know, the point of my life that I'm at and all, but... The end, toward the end. <laughs> One foot in the grave. I'm O'Fitting. What's that um, comedian? He says that all the time that we like. The guy that hosted Saturday Night Live the other day. Oh, John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. Yeah. yeah, he says, and now that I'm at the end of my life, right. he's pretty he sick. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clever boy. Um, but uh, it's funny. We'll, uh, at uh, Toward the end of the show, uh, the whole, uh, what's the chirpy little gal with the blonde hair's name uh, used to be on with Rages? Uh, Kelly Ripa? Kelly Ripa, yeah. Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest show. And they will literally review, or review, interview three hot little starlets in a row. All of them between 23 and 34. All of them in short skirts. All of them lovely. All of them in some motion picture. And they'll just go from one to the other to the other. I could not give a damn. If you put 25 of them in a room, I couldn't be troubled to wander into it. No, I could. Yeah, that's interesting. I could either. If you told told me that 25 of the biggest starlets in the world are over there in the conference room. Right. Okay. (laughs) You don't want to go over there? You know, Judy, through the window or talk to them? No, not really. Judy and I are doing this thing where we're going to see one of our favorite bands. I don't want to get into who it is, but uh, and we're doing the like the the you get to go and 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 say hi and they play a couple of, of acoustic songs. Mannheim Steamroller will save you the texts. It, and the, it's that, yeah, that's right. Um, and and you get to ask them <laughs> it's a rock opera Q and A and the rest of it, and and I just keep thinking. I'd like to kind of sit there and say, you know, uh, you know just. Talk about guitars and, and music and songwriting and the stuff. But, but the whole celebrity thing, it's dumb. Stop it. Don't. <laughs> I mean, if, if you have a particular interest in the craft of acting and you think somebody does it very well, well, then admire them for that. But, God, celebrity culture is so dumb. Yeah, i got to run through a couple of things. Even though Ro- what Roseanne's tweet says about the soul of America, she's an ass. What she tweets doesn't say anything about my soul, and it shouldn't say anything about yours. Boy, it sure sucks for everybody who works on that show. From oh, the, from the stars, that's who, a brute. The stars are already rich, but they are going to make more money. And then you got you know writers, cameramen, but all the different people that are. I tell you what, the various kids on the show weren't rich. I don't think I haven't seen them a lot, but uh, the one of them had a couple. Sarah roles. Gilbert, she's okay. Yeah, yeah she's um, done well. Yeah, she's producer of the show, and she uh, she blasted Roseanne yesterday. Yeah. Um. Uh. Duh, but God, you know there are there are people involved with a, with an operation like that that uh, they were so excited that they were going to be able to uh, <sighs> afford their house and put their kids through college and everything like that. And, That's right. Um. A couple of things here for you. Two words: cockroach milk. I'm not going to spend much time on this, but they've found a way to create it in a lab. It's supposed to be incredibly nutritious, and so pretty much never-ending nutrition for humanity forever that costs almost nothing to make. But first they have to breed a race of tiny little farmers. 
<laughs> to milk the roaches. I don't. I don't want to drink cockroach milk. milk? Well, uh, remember they they named uh, there's some fish that was like the grunt fish or the ass fish or I can't remember, and they renamed it the Chilean sea bass because it sounds much more attractive because people would not order the ass fish or whatever it was. I, it I'm just wasn't sure. I'm not ordering the, the grunt fish. Well, that, I can't remember the name of it, <laughs> it but it wasn't as like fancy it, yeah. sounding as right. So you got to rename the cockroach. It's like we were saying about muskmelon. My wife right. hates the term muskmelon. Right. Cantaloupe sounds delicious. Muskmelon sounds like something well, you're not going to put in your mouth. Well, that's just odd. But, <laughs> I mean, let's, uh, what do we call it? The uh, the, the the prairie beetle. Or, or how about, the, you know, the, uh, I don't the need a even beetle a milking. beetle is kind of rough. Milk and George Harrison. Patagonian what? toothfish. Right. Mm, that sounds delicious. I'm not eating that. <laughs> Uh, McDonald's is being sued because if you order a quarter pounder without cheese, they charge you the same amount as a quarter pounder with cheese. Shut up. So being sued for $5 million. Oh, God. Class action suits. Oi. You know who gets rich off of those? The of lawyers. Course you do. Yes. Of course you do. I'll take my payment in cheese slices. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever gotten a Big Mac, you'll get 11 cents, and the lawyers will make tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. Tesla, a Tesla set the record yesterday for a Tesla going on a charge. A charge. 32 hours of driving on a charge. The downside being that for some reason it won't charge back up again after that 32 hours. So. Oh, really? Yeah, good good PR and bad PR right there. Everything else is going single use. I don't see why cars wouldn't be. Exactly. Right, right. You drive it, you chuck it. You get another one. And this is a visual, but God, we ought to post this. Victim crushed by a rock 2,000 years ago. They found the skeleton sprawled out on the ground with a giant rock where that skull would be. After the the volcano Mount Vesuvius blew up. So this rock flew through the air, obviously hit this guy in the head and killed him. Holy crap. And they found the skeleton laying there just like that. That looks like Wiley Coyote's corpse. Right. No mystery <laughs> as to how this guy died. Wow. What an amazing photo. It does look like Wiley Coyote got killed. Unless it was fake. There and he is. was killed by his wife's lover. <laughs> I know what we'll do. We'll put a rock right where his head was. <laughs> So, Joe, with the troubling story, and then uh, Trump's got some tweets we ought to get to. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.